The Social Introvert. That's 16 tracks, right? The 16 tracks, we want to do 14. But is there a problem with a week or two weeks after the album dropped with the 14 tracks that we added the deluxe album and uh, added two songs back I on? I think that's hard. I think it'll be a conversation of, oh, shit, this man has some more, but he couldn't fit it into the album. Thank y'all for taking on this ride with me. Yeah. You know what? Here go two more for y'all. This fuck I'm talking about. Product pusher, dollars piling, I'm a politician. What's a pilot without a mission when the clock is ticking? I need it all now, fuck a commission. The rap game is a tramp, and I'm fucking her in different positions. I'm not with the chatting, I'm with the chicken. About to send a package back out to Switzerland. 16 zipping, I'm in the field, cow tipping. On the red carpet, style dripping. Woke up a damn Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 519. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. Go ahead and hop on TikTok and follow me at Davis. And also follow the official BYNK Radio TikTok page, which is at BYNK Radio. Sing your thoughts. Got any questions? Need any advice? Could be about anything. You want to put me onto a TV show? Matter of fact, if you want to put me onto some music, whatever you're listening to, I don't care what genre it is, man. Like, shoot them my way. Send those emails over to the Social Introvert Podcast at gmail.com. So, this Israeli Palestinian conflict has got going Twitter, like in shambles. Twitter is in shambles. Uh, Instagram, not so much. It's just like pictures and like headlines and, and stuff and nice looking layouts and shit like that and certain videos and and all of that but twitter is in shambles and a lot of arguments are taking place and uh you know i see certain things like how the the conflict has been about morality which is is true but i see a lot of arguments and some people say well morally you can't justify the killing of palestinian civilians even if it's at the expense of fighting terrorism. And then you see in the same vein saying, well, morally, you can't justify the killing of Israeli civilians, even if you say you're fighting occupation. I see all of that, just argument after argument after argument. And people are asking, why is this going on? What happened? Where does this derive from? And the basic answer would be 1948, which is partly true you could say that but at one point to be to be honest with you israel has only been israel for about 75 years maybe 76 if that and before then jerusalem gaza israel were all palestine it was all palestine at one point and and i think around that time before all of this came into what it is now for 28 almost 30 years it was controlled by the british so this is about all of the conflict of the palestinians not wanting to fold ever since israel separated themselves this is this is all that it is and i think this goes back before 1948 i think this is a centuries long battle and we're seeing just everything be set at this world stage is where it's being showcased towards us is damn near like the roman coliseum where it's almost like entertainment at this point because this battle has been going on for a very long time there's much more to this story i'm just giving you this somewhat of a, a summary of what's going on it's it's kind of crazy to watch this take place and then to see arguments from people who aren't even involved to be honest I think everyone should be concerned because if the U.S. get involved, I would argue that we're already are involved in this. We have USS fleets over there right now. 
trying to see what's about to pop off. We already have reporters who work for CNN and MSNBC over there right now. So we're technically already involved. We have CNN reporters over there and MSNBC reporters over there just just because to see what's going on, giving you live footage reports of all this crazy shit. So we're technically already involved. The USS fleet is over there in the Mediterranean Sea, like right off the coast of Gaza and Israel right now. So soon enough, it'll bleed over to where they might try to start drafting people. Let's not forget, we still got selective service numbers. The men. We still have selective service numbers in, uh, I want to say 2019, 2020. They were trying to pass a law at the House and damn near got it close to the Senate to try to approve it for women to have selective service numbers. That almost became a thing. I don't know if people remember that or whatsoever. All I'm saying is, I say all of this shit to say, yes, it is a concern. It don't matter if you're white. It don't matter if you're black. It don't matter if you're Hispanic or whatever you the, the hell you identify as. We know that Gen Z right now at this point are these pacifist people. The, the U.S. Gen Z are somewhat of pacifists and refuse to join the military, which it's some I would argue is smart on their part. But at the same time, I a case can be made. I'm like, no, you got to stand up and fight for something. You can't just sit there and cower and just become, you know, in, enslaved to whatever could come over here and just take control like that. Don't do that. Don't don't give up the keys like that. You got to fight a little bit. Don't turn the other cheek. And yeah, that that's just what's going on. Like for the longest time, the Palestinians were getting their asses beat for the longest time and decided to say, hey. We're not going to sit here and take this anymore. We're not turning the other cheek anymore. We're firing back. We're firing back. That's what's happening now. And, you know, there's a lot of people that have this divide saying, uh, oh, you hate the Jews and da 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 da. Oh, it's free Palestine. And it's this back and forth thing. You don't know what to choose. And if you don't know what to choose, just stay out of it. Don't say anything. Just. Keep it cool. We got our as black folks, we got our own fucking issues. I will say that. But at the same time, I will say kind of keep a lookout and concern for what could possibly take place. That's what I will say. As soon as I saw that USS fleet park right at the Mediterranean Sea, I said, oh, shit, here we go. It's about to get started, man. I don't know what the fuck's about to take place. The U.S., of course, is going to try to jump in and involve themselves I don't know what China's about to do next. I, I don't know what Taiwan is about to do next. It's, it's getting a little spooky out here. Getting a little spooky. I will say this. I can't make an argument for this. I'm not going to forget at the time, during Ferguson, the, the protest in Ferguson, Palestinians telling black people <laughs> how to deal with police with tear gas. It was, it's kind of funny. They were making it seem like it was so easy to, you know, deal with that you know what i'm saying like especially during 2020 the 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 summer of love when all that shit just went down and you you had all different countries from around the world telling people how they should conduct themselves in the streets of the u.s and i'm like nigga y'all get bombed every fucking day running for your lives and some of y'all start making molotovs and shit and tossing them at the at the uh opposition so How dare you tell us how to fight and buck back against a system that's not for us? Like, fuck y'all. Stop that. So, like I said, just as I said just a few minutes ago, yeah, it is a concern. Yes, and it does matter. We should be involved because it could bleed over and affect us. But what I'm saying is just, you know, focus on your own issues. But at the same time, kind of keep an eye out. That's that's all I'm saying. Just peep game and be aware of what's taking place. That's it. That's all that you heard in the beginning of this podcast is Get the Dough Off by Planet Asia and Apollo Brown off of the brand new album Sardines. It's available on all music streaming platforms. I love this album. I love this album. 
I find it funny that there's people out here right now complaining about this sound in hip hop where there's no drums and you just got the rapper rapping over the sample. I love when rappers do that shit. When it's just that sample and it has like this repetitive pattern of the section of the song that they're rapping on and they find a pocket to flow off of. I love that shit. So yeah, shout out to Planet Asia and OG in this hip hop shit. Real OG. And yeah, check this album out. If you have never heard of their first effort, because this is their second one, go back and listen to Anchovies. That's the first one, Anchovies. I, I'm i going to be honest, I like Anchovies a little bit better than this one, but I, I love both of these albums. That first one, boy, that first one is a fucking banger. So go back and listen to Anchovies, and then if you want... Get yourself up to speed with sardines. So real quick, let's get into some more music. Uh, Jimmy Waters. I've been listening to him for a little bit. I need to go through his entire discography because I just I be listening to random songs from him and I like what I hear. But I need to go through his entire discography so I know album names and some other songs that he has. Like him a lot, though. But he has a brand new album out called Grind to Starve. He just dropped another album, I want to say a couple weeks ago. Everybody's on their currency shit. That line from Currency still stands true. It's a recent line from one of them songs from a couple years ago. He said, everybody everybody in my direction looking for direction. Some shit like that. But yeah, uh, shout out to Jimmy Waters. That album that he dropped is called Play to Win. And then right after that, this album that I'm talking about, Grind or Starve, he dropped. So I want to say not even a month apart, these albums had dropped. Both decent. One of my favorite joints off of here is called Freedom. Check it out. The Social Introvert. Mike and baby get to dancing Do the opposite of what they say I'm chancing Living sucker free like I live in West Kansas Instincts in the field like we can be Feel free to get money when you've been in corners to my shit Hope you make a couple dollars and that whole thing flip Hope you boss up to your limits then you flex on rip And that bad shorty that you want it all on tip We finessing, get the money then we investing Trying to live that life that come with no stressing Even when I take an L I be feeling desperate Might have a lot of kids nigga like I'm asking H.O.L. jacket with the long lip dope 700 times 10 what I need every note I've been sweeping all these niggas can we bring out the broom I'ma grind till I bleed cause I'm not like you can we go? Let me know I'm like the man on fire. Got that cold walk, real smoke, building empire. When you wanna win, gotta push through when you tired. Cause somebody else gon' celebrate with your fire. I gotta work, cause I gotta win. Low lows and big bins, four hoes, they not friends. Walks like they hop in, big bags, I'm cashing. Undo's my best friend, grinding and investing. Limits I've been testing. I gotta work, cause I gotta win. Low lows and big bins, four hoes, they not friends. Walks like they hop in, big bags, I'm cashing. Undo's my best friend. Once again, that's Freedom by Jimmy Waters off of the brand new album Grind or Starve. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check that out. So, uh, this Bobby Altoff girl, white girl that does these dry humor type podcast interviews, um, it's cool, I guess, but the dry humor thing only works to a degree. Like, if you, and I love dry humor, I love deadpan dry humor. It works when it works. Kirby Enthusiasm, one of my favorite shows ever. The Office, Modern Fan. Well, I don't know, because there's some surface level jokes that anybody could get on Modern Family. Parks and Rec. There, there's Arrested Development. There's a bunch of shows out there, the mockumentary style type shows with the dry, deadpan humor. Hilarious. And it works when it works. I think in the TV show setting, it works because a lot of that stuff is sort of basically situational most people can relate to it and you ain't got to be white to fucking relate to the shit so knock it off like but anyway this bobby altoff chick a lot of people have issues with because she only seems to interview black people um 
which is weird because she has interviewed Mark Cuban uh, and some other ones, some other white folks. But that quickly transitioned. I think that was more the recent. The Mark Cuban interview was more recent. But Shaq, Offset, uh, what's the other guy's name? The the dude with the Billie Eilish song. Can't think of his name right now. That's a damn shame. I'm so sorry. But she's interviewed Funny Marco as well. And that's probably my favorite because of Funny Marco. And <laughs> he's an idiot. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't have an issue with her. But I kind of find it hilarious that they're just trying so hard to make sure she stays as relevant as possible. And then, yeah, she'll do whatever she, if she decides to pivot and kind of just alienate this thing that she's doing now, then we know what it is. But I think it's awfully funny that this is gaining more attention. We have other interview style shows like this between two ferns with, uh, what's, what's that guy's name from the hangover? Uh, Zach, Zach Galifianakis. That was hilarious. When he interviewed Obama and all of that, that was a deadpan type of thing. And I really like that too. But this one right here, I just see clips. I don't watch the whole interview. Oh yeah, the the other one she did with Drake. I did only saw that clip where he played the Tiger song, Rack City. But I, I I don't know, man. I'm I just don't see it. I don't see the appeal. I do like the Offset clip where he was like flaming her ass. That was hilarious. But for the most part, I'm not the the fan base. I'm not part of that demographic that she's trying to reach out to. I guess it's working. I, I don't know. I don't see how. There is a picture floating around on Instagram where a lot of people are saying, oh, I might have to think twice. I didn't realize Bobby had game like that. Just in, basically implying for the, the young kids, as they're saying now, game, that she looks good because she has on a little bit of fucking makeup. Y'all are down bad. She has her hair pulled back, I guess, in a ponytail. And she looks a certain way. I, I don't, I don't get it. I'm like she looks like any other basic white girl. I don't see what's so impressive. If you've seen the picture, you know what I'm talking about. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And maybe it's not for me to understand. So I'm gonna move on from that. So Drake's dad has also called out Joe Budden. Dennis Graham made the remark in response to Drake's latest dig at Budden. While sharing pics from his It's All a Blur tour, Drake wrote, I thank God for this life and not having to come to rush conclusions on Best Buy podcast mics. Graham commented, It's a fucking shame that a young artist can't do his own thing and enjoy his glory without an old hater MF for trying to bust his bubble because he has nothing going on. And to mention or put a limit on what age anyone should be dealing with, which is none of his goddamn business, as long as they're there. <laughs> of legal age i am sick of these old effing haters effing with my son if you don't like what he does keep it moving mfs he's not bothering you you know what this brings up a bigger conversation now that i think about it because now we're in a an era where tiktok is at the forefront of the music industry and you gotta abide by their rules and that is the formula you gotta make it work or it isn't gonna work out for you not saying that Drake needs TikTok, but at the same time, you can't deny that these artists now need to rely on this fucking app in order for their shit to pop or something to go viral or the kids to be attracted to it or, or whatnot. It's almost like they're not allowed to sit there and be their authentic self and step into a new direction of their career. They, they, can't, they can't transition and, and talk about different subject matters you know what i'm saying it's it's sort of sad in a sense i said what i said yesterday and i don't take back a damn thing i said yesterday but it's almost like you're trapped you're you're musically imprisoned to a sound or whatnot or a gimmick and you can't get away from it i just can't comprehend how someone is very critical of of your art or your album and you're allowed to be a crybaby. I, I'm not off of that. I can't get off of that. It's ridiculous. Because I don't think I've seen this before. Have we seen this before? I don't think we have. It's quite strange that that one man who is very loud and vocal in his opinions and he stands on what he says really struck a chord with you. 
that's what's really throwing me off. This is one person. Now, <laughs> I don't know if, like I said yesterday, you had a whole slew of people. Uh, damn near the, the hardcore fans were criticizing the shit out of this. But it took that one loud ass person to state his opinion. And then just your whole world falls apart and you, you rant on Instagram. I, I, I don't know. Then you got daddy involved. I don't get it. But enough jokes about getting your, your parents involved. I'm joking because don't nobody give a damn about you more than the person that raised you. But in this case, uh, if you know Drake, his past career before the Young Money shit, uh, yeah, he, he hadn't had the greatest relationship with Dennis Graham. Matter of fact, what's the song called? Stress? It's abbreviated. I forgot what it stood for, but it's S-T-R-E-S-S, like in capital letters. And I think it featured Nicholas F. Nicholas F. from uh, Richmond, Virginia. And I, th I think it's on Room for Improvement. But he was, you know, Drake sitting there rapping about his his childhood and the issues with his, his pops and everything. And yeah, he did a little bit of that, I think, throughout comeback season a little bit, but didn't get into it too much. But yeah, um, this is it's, it's quite hilarious. I don't know. I just think it's goofy at the end of the day speaking on all things that are young money related birdman is calling out gilly the kid listen to this clip i ain't never made a dollar off gilly not one dollar i never put a record on with gilly i, I thought that some, i thought that was fly he he had something with them little the little crew and you hear me but i ain't never made do a dollar off gilly when he be running around with all that capping like nigga, i ain't never made no money off you nigga. Stop all that cap ass talking, nigga. You not like that. But I ain't never made no money off him at all. Oh, I ain't never put a record out of him that made no money. And he for sure ain't never wrote one rhyme for Moolah. For the record, yeah. for the motherfucking there record. There it is. There it is. Side exclusive. Exclusive. For the side. Now, I'm going to tell y'all where it really went bad. Going to pull up to Philly. He wanted to go get the motherfucking throwback jerseys and shit. They go to the mall, stunner in the town, he in your city, he with you, my man walk in, uh, it's my man name with the voice, uh, what's my man, Benny Seagull walk in, lock his hands on Gilly's shoulder, and take one, and stunning them looking for a reaction, and didn't get one, stunner didn't say nothing, he went to his tour bus, and saw niggas wasn't like that, and he continued his journey in life. Hey, my my reason for my my fallout with Gilly was we was in Philly. <laughs> we go right here. We go to class. Let it go. I, I ain't got no ill feelings with blood. I don't. I ain't got no ill feelings with him. I ain't tripping off him or nothing. I ain't got no ill feelings with him. But niggas be putting all these false, fake shit out. You know what I mean? I ain't got no ill feelings with him. We was in Philly at a store. And we was shopping. And Beanie come in the store. Grabbed him. Walked him outside. And he had a blicky on him. We all got blickies on us. I got a hundred niggas with me. But a nigga brought him outside. And a nigga whoop whoop and he ain't do nothing. I, I lost all respect for him and then I stopped fucking with him. There it goes. Exclusive. Oh shit, y'all. There it goes. There it goes. Donna, how many years ago? Because <clears throat> I, I know this plaque you got in your house. So Birdman's in the headlines. Uh, he's claiming that Drake signed Bad Bunny to OVO. Uh, I think uh, since day one, and I think that's the reason why bad. Apparently, that's the reason why Bad Bunny is getting the attention that he's getting. Let me tell you one thing, that is completely false. Because if you know about some reggaeton, it didn't start with no Bad Bunny. Uh, bad Bunny being, if he is allegedly signed to OVO, is not the sole reason why he is getting the attention that he's getting. You can go back to Anuel, Don Omar. Tego Calderon, there's so many artists that I can name of the reggaeton world, Daddy Yankee, 
Bad Bunny is the brand new iteration of all of them. He's just the new thing right now, and he's popping. OVO ain't got shit to do with that. Another claim from Birdman is uh, talking about Kanye West calling Cardi B an industry plant. You can make a case. Kanye's not lying. I wouldn't say Kanye's the one with all the answers, but, you know, I mean, like, hey, like I said, Kanye not crazy. Kanye is not crazy. I don't care what nobody say. That's just a man that does not want to be controlled. He may be a little, you know, he may act a little side itself, but that's a man who refuses to be controlled by an industry that literally wants to take control of him. And he won't let it happen. And has been like that since before the Rockefeller days. Well, we could take it back to Capitol Records when he walked up in there like a damn fool. But that's another story for another day. Birdman says that he's not going to take anything away from anyone in the music industry because he's experienced just how cutthroat it can be. When asked about Kanye West labeling Cardi B an industry plant in a recent resurfaced documentary, the cash money mogul declined to comment. Birdman began by admitting he hadn't seen the clip. I don't really pass judgment on other people's things, he said in the interview. But nah, that's not my thing. No disrespect to nobody is just not my thing. I never saw it. If I did see it, I would never pass judgment on that because I don't believe in downplaying people in the music industry in no kind of way. Because if you in this shit, you know how fucking hard it is. If you in this shit, you know how real it is. If you in this shit, you know that niggas die in this shit. And that's all that Birdman said. As for West Originals comment, he ranted about the invasion of privacy rapper in the leaked film back in 2018. Cardi B is a plant by the Illuminati. She don't write her raps. She just there to sound as ignorant as possible. She's literally replaced by Nicki Minaj purposely. She thinks it's a blessing from the universe. It ain't no fucking blessing. Uh, Cardi B also has addressed Wes's comments, sharing a separate clip of the rapper praising her on Twitter. I was finishing that verse for your girl. You know what I mean? I've always believed in her since she was on the show yay says in the clip i mean listen i i don't know the politics of this rap shit and the more i dig through I th not even dig through because that are early on i was kind of like out of it i just i couldn't take it i'm like this is all bullshit at the end of the day but i think social media has pulled back layers little by little of this industry and just how jacked up it is and just and it shows how little control we have over our own genre if we have any type of damn control at all we're literally like robots from an assembly line like let's just pull this one off you can see i think this one's going pop i think this is going to be a one-hit wonder oh we'll push them to the side if they don't work is 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 horrible to watch and then it's making some of my favorite artists look so lame from the past like ghetto boy like I, I love ghetto boys but willie d my fam somebody put a muzzle on him get him the fuck out of here i can't i can't do it <laughs> I, it's like scarface is doing his farewell tour and it's like yeah man that's all i'm doing i'm focusing on the music uh, willie d can do what he do or whatnot it's just it's weird to watch, man. And not even in the music, like, or you know, hip-hop or anything like that. It's just, just watching these celebrities respond the way that they just respond like a regular person. I get that they're people at the end of the day, but it's, I think it may be the fact that we pedestalize these people for so long. So it, it may be shocking when we see these celebrities react like, uh, maybe our homeboy or homegirl would react when they get upset about something. It's, it's crazy. But I think it's based on the pedestalization that uh, we had them set in, you know, for, for us to just not believe that they can react this way or they could feel this way. I, I don't know. But yeah, Birdman is out here uh, talking. He, he has made an appearance again. And he's talking like he, he got something coming or... He talking like he really trying hard to be as relevant as possible. I don't know. But the Gilly shit was kind of funny. I don't I don't know. That's another thing for another day. That Gilly shit is so annoying. I don't see why people are still talking about this. I think Gilly wrote a couple songs for Wayne. And then after that, 
I think beyond that, he, he's trying to claim everything that Wayne has done after Carter II era, he was responsible for, which I don't buy that for one second. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But Birdman is out here trying to get active. Anyway, real quick, let's get into some more music. Uh, Forever Friday has a brand new track out called Heat Signature. Check it out. The Social Introvert. Once again, that's Heat Signature by Forever Friday. It's a brand new single. You can check it out on all music streaming platforms. And I also want to uh, leave off with, I was one of the first to discover Forever Friday. And a, a lot of y'all are just now getting hip to the guy. Let me not stop. I'm going to stop sounding like a gatekeeper. But I really was. I was sitting here like 2018, I think. Yeah, 2018, 2019. I was like, all right, dude is dope. He's pretty cool. And then now everybody, oh, man the forever friday like he's wow man he's got the joints like shut the fuck up anyway let me stop last but not least <laughs> mia khalifa mia khalifa before i get to mia khalifa update on the israel thing i just want to throw this out there i don't mean to pivot back into that but i kind of want to get what i said in the beginning i wanted to get it off my chest and uh, let it be known for those who are arguing on social media to yeah be concerned about the situation but don't come off in a way to where it's deemed as hateful or you know it makes you look a certain way you know what i'm saying just be aware of the situation and keep it pushing if you don't know the history please be mindful if there's an asshole who wants to be a, a jackass about it and gives you this stupid answer just keep it pushing don't get mad and argue back it, it makes no sense but the u.s has deployed the largest warship in the world to assist israel so we know that um we we knew what this was going to turn into you got some folks that are saying free palestine and you got celebrities that jump into it to say free palestine and it's also got me thinking of the Kyrie urban situation you know people were saying that um that it wasn't political, but the statement from the NBA, goodness gracious, the NBA and the MBPA mourned the horrific loss of life in Israel and condemned these acts of terrorism. We stand with the people of Israel and pray for peace for the entire region. There's a famous quote out there, and I forgot who said it directly, like, forgive me. Never let your enemies choose your enemies for you. <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say but let's proceed on let's let's keep going uh another example right now kylie jenner has lost uh before yesterday was in support of israel lost 300,000 followers and then now it set a record of 1 million followers that she lost i know that doesn't mean shit like to me that doesn't really mean much but you know it's quite funny like i'm saying just pay attention pay very close attention to what's taking place i I don't know. People are always going to side with who's funding and paying them to do what they do. 
So just be be very aware of the shenanigans. I guess I this this is a fucking mess. But I want to talk about a certain someone that I have been targeting for years now and I'm getting sick of her shit. But I want to read this tweet from Mia Khalifa and then the response that came from Todd Shapiro and then we're going to play her video that she recorded and posted. So here goes the first tweet. She says, can someone please tell me freedom fighters in Palestine to flip their phones and film horizontal? Then she says, if you can look at the situation in Palestine and not be on the side of uh, Palestinians, then you are on the wrong side of apartheid and history will show that in time. Todd Shapiro says, this is such a horrendous tweet, Mia Khalifa. Consider yourself fire effective immediately. Simply disgusting, beyond disgusting. Please evolve and become a better human being. The fact you are condoning death, rape, beatings, and hostage taking is truly gross. No words can explain your ignorance. We need humans to come together, especially in the face of, tra- face of tragedy. Excuse me. I pray for you to become a better person. However, it clearly seems that it is too late for you. Correct message. Wrong messenger. The way little Mickey was born in 1949 and Israel didn't even become a state until 1948. Babe. For everyone arguing that all of this started because of Hamas, Hamas didn't exist until 1987. 20 years after the apartheid started, 20 years after the occupation, Hamas was born within the occupation as a means of resistance. This isn't, ha- the, the occupation isn't happening because of Hamas. That statistic alone should tell you everything you need to know about the quality of life in these refugee camps. 42% of the population is under 15 years old. What does that say about life expectancy? What does that say about quality of life? What does that tell you about, about everything that's happening there? Israel has only been a state since 1948. Palestine is thousands of years old. It is one of the oldest sites in history. It's one of the oldest groups of people in history and that's that's simply it what she said was not wrong she's what she said was 100 percent true my problem with this is when it comes to the topic of israel and all that is intertwined with israel you make it seem as if you're the victim every single time and somehow you have people warped enough to say, oh no, we 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 can't go against them. Oh, we go against them. It's almost you treat them like the boogeyman. I don't know what it is. It's quite strange, real strange. But I will say, right message, but just from the wrong messenger. This is one of the rare cases where I'm not going to go off and talk trash about Mia Khalifa because she isn't wrong. She's correct in everything she said. This entire thing goes back centuries. This is, man. <laughs> Don't get me started. This battle has been ongoing for the longest time. For the longest. So yeah, this is the first time where I'm not really attacking Mia Khalifa. Y'all can go ahead and and go ahead and jump on the train. Oh, we got to shit on Mia Khalifa because it's Mia Khalifa, former porn star. And I think she's still an OnlyFans content creator. You know, she she just posts provocative pictures. That's all she does. Dressing half naked. But... Who cares about that? Uh, Maya Angelou was a prostitute at one point and whatever. Who cares? But Mia Khalifa was correct. It's, it's a bunch of y'all that get on Twitter and want to voice your opinions. And it's, it's, no, everyone else is wrong. Only you can be right. Or you have to be first in what you said. Fuck out of here with that. Mia, leave that girl alone. And this is, like I said, and it's shocking. I'm, I'm shocked myself right now defending Mia Khalifa like what the hell is going on this is how I know we in a simulation (laughs) let me stop but no uh she's not wrong and y'all know she's not wrong y'all know that y'all just it's the cool thing to shit on Mia Khalifa I'm one of those people I am of the bunch to shit on Mia Khalifa any chance I can get when she says something really stupid but in this case I'm gonna ease up I'm gonna leave it alone and let it go what you people have to do because you were so scared and shaking in your goddamn boots on oh i can't go against this i can't go against the jews oh no what are they gonna do to me oh they're gonna jump into my bank account and take me for everything that i'm 
worth or what, whatever type of shit that you scared. I don't know. Y'all gonna hate my black ass. Dude, I'm telling you, that door open, y'all let that one foot in, I'm gonna barge through that bitch, and y'all, I will never shut up. Y'all gonna have to kill my, my ass. <laughs> That's probably why I'm not like nowhere near of the notoriety of these, these big Instagram celebrities, internet celebrities, whatever you want to call them, because I think I, I, I just talk too much and I'm too opinionated and I'm going to voice my opinion. And I, I'm, I'm scared for myself because I don't have a muzzle on me. I refuse. I try real hard to shut up and let shit go and just leave it alone. But sometimes when something is just like, fam, like what, like what's going on? I have to say something because I know at the end of the day, others will stay silent and just keep quiet. But me, I'm going to say some shit every single time. That's what I'm saying. Powers that be going to take my ass out sooner or later. I don't know when. <laughs> Let me stop being funny. But no, um, I'm, I'm being funny, but I'm not being funny. But yeah, I'm, I am 100% in support of what Mia Khalifa is saying. The girl ain't wrong, man. Like, leave her alone. You heard it here first. Sid Davis supports former porn star Mia Khalifa's thoughts on Hamas and the ongoing war between Palestine and Israel. Ooh. But yeah, that wraps this episode up for me. <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode 519 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick, shout out to 12 Kyle Podcast. Shout out to the John Effect Podcast. Random Tandem. Brunch with Besties, Saturdays with Chicken Duck, Conversation Con Artists, Tactless Know-It-All to Awkward Millennials, and of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Shout out to Carefree Black Nerd Podcast with Rain Coleman. And shout out to the host and co-host of the Sex with Friends Podcast, Whitney, Janae, and Rose, the artists. Of course, I can't forget about the BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. Go to BYNKradio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down to you see Grown Man Shit by Robin Mortal. Jasmine Blue by Jasmine Blue. And yours truly, Social Introvert, Sid Davis. And uh, yeah, man, what a week. What a week. Yeah, man, a lot of things have gone down, man. I've, I, I, you know, I got a kick in the pants. I was, I was knocked on my butt recently. But you know what? I'm going to dust myself off and try again. I got to shake Leah's hand and give her a hug whenever uh, it's my time to see her (laughs) because I did dust myself off and try again. So, yeah, everything's good. And, uh, yeah, man, thank you for listening. Stay safe. Have a great week. Have an even better weekend. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. The Social Introvert. Scream. So breaking news real quick, man, I had to cut in here. There is an update on the Mia Khalifa situation. She's losing contracts left and right with the, the deals that she has. Mainly one of the uh, the contracts that she had was with Playboy that has been pulled from her. She is no longer a part of Playboy. I didn't even know she was doing anything with Playboy. But the title of this article is Mia Khalifa is getting canceled. And this is on Newsweek.com. Mia Khalifa has lost contacts over social media posts in which she supported Palestinian freedom fighters amid the most recent outbreak of violence between Palestinian militant group 
Hamas and Israel. Hamas launched attacks on Israel on Saturday in a move that took the Israel military and security services by surprise. And Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu subsequently declared, we are at war. At least 700 people have reportedly been killed in Israel and more than 400 in Gaza, according to the Associated Press. Since Saturday, Israel has carried out attacks against Hamas, launching Operation Swords of Iron. That's something I need to look up. Operation Swords of Iron. Let me screenshot that. I want to talk about that next week. Hezbollah, an Iran-backed organization that the U.S. considers a terrorist group alongside Hamas on Sunday, launched a barrage of mortar shells into Israel. The Israel Defense Forces IDF fired artillery into Lebanon. No casualties were reported on either side, according to Reuters. Amid news of the conflict, former adult star Mia Khalifa, who has long been a vocal supporter of Palestinians, shared a post on X, formerly Twitter, in which she addressed the footage that was coming out of the region. That was that comment when she that she made of, about telling the freedom fighters to turn their phones horizontal, or something like that, is what I was talking about earlier. Following the days of criticism over her post, Khalifa sought to clarify her comment in a follow-up statement on Monday. I just want to make it clear that this statement in no way, shape, or form is inciting spread of violence, she said. I specifically said freedom fighters because that's what the Palestinian citizens are, fighting for freedom every day. However, the damage was already done. Playboy has severed ties with the star. Visitors to her page on the brand centerfold platform are now met with a not found notification. Playboy announced the end of its relationship with Khalifa in an email to subscribers, according to the Daily Mail. We are writing today to let you know of our decision to terminate Playboy's relationship with Mia Khalifa, including deleting Mia's Playboy channel on our creator platform, read the email copies of which had been shared on X. Over the past few days, Mia has made disgusting and reprehensible comments celebrating Hamas attacks on Israel and the murder of innocent men, women, and children. At Playboy, we encourage free expression and constructive political debate, but we have a zero-tolerance policy for hate speech. We expect Mia to understand her words and actions have consequences. So, as I said, right message, wrong messenger. And you can say, oh my god, you support Hamas, da-da-da-da-da. But, of course, people are going to jump on the side of Israel. That's, you know... People will be easily swayed by propaganda in media and what it's telling them. So by default, there's nothing you can do about that. However, if you understand the history between the Israel, uh, the Israelis and the Palestinians, excuse me, you know this predates 1948. It's only after 1948 and be, you know beyond that, it has ramped up significantly. It's gotten much worse. And as I analyze this entire situation, when you have celebrities come out and say free Palestine, or some of them are sharing their support for Israel, you know, it doesn't matter what side it is. If you're supporting Israel, then you're going to lose some followers and you're going to get some pushback. If you're supporting Hamas and, and, you know, the Palestinians, then you're getting some pushback as well. And so that's why I say just analyze the situation, do some research, know what's going on, and then you can bow out gracefully. Uh, as as black people, I will say this. I know there's some black people out there that are, you know, they tap dancing right now, but no one will ever come to our rescue. And honestly, I don't want anyone coming to our rescue. I think this is something that we have to fix in our own. I don't mean to sound selfish or, you know, talk out the side of my mouth, but I mean... With our situation as black people, when these situations start to arise, uh, you know, no one, no one is really saying anything. They kind of turn a blind eye and turn the other cheek. There's not this much support. And then uh, you'll have, based on me saying that, you'll have some people probably come out and say, well, in 2020, you sure had a lot of support and enlightenment. Well, yeah, true. But that's one instance. And then plus... Y'all paid way too much to the propaganda and the media and everything that was just being thrown at you like paint at the wall. But, I mean, what are you going to do about that? 
in Ferguson and in other instances prior to 2020, I would say people were trying to dictate and I guess in a roundabout way, teach us how we should behave around policemen and how we should conduct ourselves in, in protests and, and things like that. And I'm not making this a situation about just black people solely, but at the same time, you can make a comparison and an argument to what's going on over there. Okay. Except we ain't really got no bombs going off. We, we don't have no missiles flying at us. Not yet, but a case can be made. A case can be made. A lot of atrocities and shit has happened to us from, you know, all sides. And we just, we take it and we take it. We keep multiplying and then it continues to happen. Once we fight back and push back, it's a problem. We're too violent. Oh my God. Versus over there, same thing. When the Palestinians decide to fight back and say no more, you won't do this to us any longer. No more. Then it's a problem. So I, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. But it seems like a lot of people will take the safe route and just side, oh, Israel, Israel, Israel. And if you do that, that's fine. Perfectly okay. But you can't sit here and just by default support something that or a place that has made it difficult for another group for the longest time and when they decide to just you know when they when they decide to turn up it's oh my gosh what's going on is it becomes a big mess so all in all it's it's a damned if you do damned if you don't situation it's kind of sad to watch this is also another thing to assess as well with the US no one's coming to save us nobody's coming to save us better mount up and do something about it we it's it's happening in real time I know this is not a secret I know some of you probably deep down know that it isn't a secret but you're just trying to turn a blind eye and ignore it and just well hope things get better things will get better but things will get worse as well before they get better that's all I'm trying to say so um, don't sit here and pretend that we're the biggest superpower in the world because uh, the the light can get switched off on us real quick and it's slowly happening. The lights are flickering. Lights are flickering, bro. But that's it. Um, I'm not going to prolong this. I just I wanted to get that out there. Mia Khalifa is canceled, I guess. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't believe these people get canceled. But yeah, hashtag the Mia Khalifa is over party has commenced so there you go uh like i said stay safe take care of each other most importantly take care of yourselves i see you guys next week peace